Welcome to the Slingshot Sim Racing Podcast. I'm Ellis. And I'm Chris. On the podcast, we get to know our slingshot racing community on and off the track, while also talking about anything and everything else sim racing related. You can check us out at slingshotracing.org where you can join our Discord. The podcast is brought to you by Apex Energy Drink and Martin Sports, but we'll talk about them a bit later. For now, let's jump into it. Okay, uh, so it is Sunday, October 23rd. Lost track of the date for a second. Um, thanks for listening this week, everybody. Uh, glad to be here. It's been a great week for me. Um, Chris, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing awesome. Had a, had a great day of watching racing today. Uh, watched the Formula One race, or actually I watched the NASCAR race and then watched the Formula One race earlier um won a little bit of money today off of both of them so uh it's been a pretty solid day you become a regular rain man at uh DraftKings. it sounds like well i don't know about that but it's it's been a i've had a good i've had a nice little stretch here i'll just put it that way that's awesome um so coming up later on the show we're gonna have chase berry uh slingshot racing driver we'll talk to him about uh, just kind of everything that's happened this season, last season, and uh, learn a little bit about him. But uh, we'll just start out talking about, you know, some things that have happened this week with Slingshot, with iRacing. Uh, I guess the first thing that I want to talk about is uh, iRacing posted something on Twitter earlier this week about 5 billion laps of iRacing have been run. Um, they made a post that actually had a lot of details, I believe, uh, in the image they posted uh they've collectively we've traveled 7.9 billion miles if we left earth and stretched out all those laps given an average lap length of 1.5 miles we passed the farthest reaches of our own solar system years ago that's crazy that is crazy and for those of you who don't know um we are about halfway to voyager one i'm a little bit of a space nerd here voyager one left earth in 1977 and it's the only man-made object to leave the solar system it's actually it's it's either in the Oort cloud i think it's in the Oort cloud which is outside of our solar system but the Oort uh, is that like lord of the rings it's uh, no 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 o-o-r-t the Oort cloud okay i'm i'm a redneck from alabama so it might have (laughs) sounded like but um yeah so it's you know it's it's pretty cool um it's it's the only like like I said, it, it launched from Earth in 1977, and it's in interstellar space. So at this rate, um, we're going to catch it if we continue on like this. And, hey, iRacing is adding, you know, the service is just getting bigger and bigger every single year. Pandemic brought a lot of new people to it. Um, we'll get to Voyager in, in less than a decade. Now, I don't know if you've looked at the other posts. I don't want you to look at it yet if you haven't about the top tracks, most popular tracks around. Have you looked at it? Um. I'm not gonna oh, lie. I did okay. look at it earlier oh, this shucks. week. Yeah. Okay. So you already know. I was gonna. I was gonna see if you could guess what the most the popular oval tracks were, and uh, it looks like Charlotte. I, oh, go yeah. Ahead. I was gonna say I, I did. I did see it. I don't remember all of them off the top of my head, but I did notice that they were all free tracks, which shouldn't be a surprise. They're no, all that free makes now. Total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they might not have been free when the service started, but today they are free. I remember when I first got iRacing, um, Charlotte was the, uh, was a part of the base package and it still is today. Mm-hmm. 
And it was the biggest track that was part of the base package. I see. I guess I really never thought. I guess I've been on iRacing so long. I didn't realize Daytona wasn't part of the free package. Well, it is, you know, when they repaved it, the they, legacy added, they added the legacy one to uh-huh. the um, to the free base package. So and, and, you know, they've got all kinds of, you know, the you've got the the dirt road course um, mm-hmm. at Daytona now, which a lot of people turn a lot of laps there in, in rally cars um, because it's a, um, you know, and in the, the pro trucks. Um, you know, because it's a part of that base package. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I got to looking at it and I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense. USA's on there and USA is no longer a track. They is demolished now. So rest in peace to rest USA Speedway. Yeah. Top road courses. Lime Rock was at the top. That does not surprise me at all. Laguna Sega was actually behind, uh, Okayama International, yeah. which that surprised me a little bit because I guess I think back to when I was running. You know, in the the rookie class and the D class on the road, I feel like Laguna Seca was just always one of those races that I ran, and Lime Rock as well. But I don't know if I remember running the Okayama as much. Yeah, I think that it actually came about slightly after they had Laguna Seca. But I think something it's got going for it is that it's on the it's in the base package, and there's also multiple layouts for it. And I think some of the higher tier series race there on the other layouts. And so that might be why there's been more laps there um, than than Laguna Seca, because Laguna Seca just has the one layout. Possibly I'm just throwing something out there. But um, I thought I think we had to take the cop cars to Laguna Seca. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> do it. I just send those things down the corkscrew. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, let's go for man, it. That's that's nightmare fuel. That is nightmare fuel. It um, it is, but that's a great road course. It is. It's. I feel like those are those those tracks where you had to just grind it out at. I feel like I just know by heart, and that is one of them at this yep. point. Um. So one of the things we talked about before we went live on the uh, earlier was uh, just our own personal stats. Uh, I was kind of curious about how many laps I'd run in oval and road. So I went into, and if you're, if anyone else is curious about, curious about this, you can go into uh, the, the iRacing website, go to account, and then my profile, and you can see. And uh, over the course of my career on Oval, I think I've run 3,800 laps, 3,890 laps. Uh, what, did, what did you run? I am currently sitting at 3,798 laps, so a little bit less than you, about a hundred less than you. Shows um, you that experience doesn't necessarily make you better. Um. <laughs> well, you know, and something that we were talking about here is this doesn't take into account, you know, your test sessions that you've been in, yep. your practice sessions you've been in, the hosted sessions you've been in, the league sessions that you've raced in, like... You know, if if we were to be able to see all of those stats and, you know, if there's a way I don't know of it, um, you would. I'm sure they've got that on the back end, but yeah, you can't see it because the, the stats that they have about the total number of laps that it takes into account all that. So, um, yeah, I, I think that you would, you know, obviously our numbers would be a lot higher and uh, you you might be shocked by how many laps you really have. Oh, I'm sure I would be shocked. Uh, road, I've run 1,600 laps. Probably most of those are coming from <laughs> the, 
the 24 hour races that we've done and then most recently the petite lamar i rode atlanta yeah um, yeah i had to grind it out there in the the skippies at uh had a few tracks to make sure I had my license up for the 24 hours of Daytona a couple of years ago. But, but yeah, I just, I, I think that, um, it's really cool. I think it's a, a, a illustration of how far the sim racing kind of, um, universe, I, I don't know if that's the best word to describe it, but how far all of that has come since, you know, what, 2009 or so, but also just in the past two years, like it, it seems like every day a new hardware manufacturing is kind of manufacturers coming out of the woodwork, you know, building a new steering wheel or pedals or shifter, you know, um, iRacing is still, I think, the number one, you know, service for racing. Um, but but yeah, it's 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 awesome to see something that we love become as popular as it has. Um, so that's great. That's great. Um, so on that same note, talking about kind of official iRacing stuff, uh, the Coke Series finale is Tuesday. Uh, they've got four drivers uh, in that one final uh, showdown, and I believe it is at. Ooh, I don't want. I'm afraid to say. Um, I'm gonna have to double check real quick. I want to make sure I get this information right. Uh, but they've got their finale, it looks like, coming up. And I thought I had posted a tweet uh, to this on our little document. But it's at, it's at Phoenix. Uh, it's yep. at Phoenix on the it's 25th. They're doing it live from the, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, which I think is pretty cool. Um, you know, I think that's something that I'm Monday Night Racing experimented with last two couple weeks ago for their season finale but uh you know i don't necessarily want to talk about the coke series a lot other than just this playoff style chase format uh you know it's not something we've done for any of our our leagues we've talked about it um but what are your thoughts on on i know your thoughts but i'm curious for everyone else to hear them <laughs> on a playoff style format where you do have those elimination races and then you've got your final four just kind of you know top finisher wins the championship what are your thoughts on that yeah so ellis like like he said ellis knows all about my feelings on it um i am uh, i'm a traditionalist uh in the sense that um i much prefer the the single season points format um when the chase you remember when the chase first started all those years ago uh back in 2004 um, you know, we were in like high school then when that happened and, and, uh, Hey, it was cool back then. Like, I was like, okay, yeah. You know, I, I was a big Mark Martin fan growing up. I was like, so, Hey, maybe this will be his chance to finally get a championship. Didn't work out, but, uh, I was all for it. I was, you know, I was all, you know, for anything, but as the, as I've gotten older and as I've, you know, started to become a lot more aware of other racing series like you know today for years now i've been watching you know formula one and indycar and you know imsa and and i've just taken in these other series i just i cannot get behind the legitimacy of playoff chase style formats when it comes to auto racing i know playoffs work for stick and ball sports Racing's not a stick and ball sport, um, and I don't think it should be treated like it. I think that for many years, um, NASCAR has tried to be like a stick and ball sport, 
And it's okay to not be that. It's okay to not do it. It's okay to not be like that. And I, I just, I wish that they would get more into that mentality of, um, you know, like, hey, we're we're a race series. Let's be a race series. And, um, but uh, yeah, not not a fan. Um, and if I had my way, I'd do away with all these playoff style formats. What about you? Yeah, I think that if you'd asked me that a year ago, my answer would be different uh, from yours. But I think the more I've run in iRacing leagues and now kind of managing our own, I I definitely um, I do see it as I, don't know, I wouldn't say problematic, but you know, I would a guy who you know we've had two drivers dominate this season. That's no secret. Uh, Justin Wilson and Aaron Smith have kind of been. Top two, you know, duking it out all season long. And I would, I just can't imagine, you know, we enter into the final, you know, six races of the season or, or whatever with a, you know, chase style elimination format. And one of those guys gets knocked out and doesn't get to compete for a championship. I just, I, I because that would be totally real plausible, right? Yeah. That, that, that could happen. It, you know, knowing those two guys, it'd be unlikely, but you know, they could get taken, one of them could get taken out in, in a race, and, you know, we can't control that. Not that I would want to control that, but I just, I do feel like sometimes uh, it creates more excitement at the expense of, you know, the, I don't even know if I'd say fairness, because everyone knows the rules that they're playing by, but it, it creates excitement at the expense of, the authenticity of the sport, I guess, you know, and this is coming from, you know, me like that answer for me probably surprises you a little bit. Um, but I, I think my, my, my thinking on it has evolved, uh, over the past year or so. So yeah, I, I'm glad we're on the same page. I'm not, not to say that we'll never run any sort of playoff style format, uh, in any of our series, but that's kind of the reasoning for why we haven't done anything like that yet. And why it's probably a little ways off. Um, so last thing on that note, uh, they were talking this week about the trophy for, uh, the champions. They've, they've kind of changed it up. They've named it after Dale Jr. They got Dale Jr. involved in the design, uh, for it. And he ended up, uh, you know, basically recreating the old Winston cup style trophy, um, which is, is cool for people our age and maybe a little bit older right? That element yep. of nostalgia. Uh, what'd you think about that? Well, first off, I think it's really cool that they named it after Dale Jr. Uh, he's a national treasure and he has done more for both real life NASCAR and for sim racing and probably just about anybody here in recent years. Uh, so I think it's really cool. They named it after him. Um, and I think that the trophy design is right on par with, uh, with something that he would do. Uh, I think it's, it looks awesome. Um, I was, you know, obviously that's the trophy that we grew up with. That's the cup trophy that we grew up with. I wasn't a big fan of the, um, the next sprint era trophy. You remember it? The, the checkered flag. Style uh, swirly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like it wasn't awful, but it Nothing was the right home about though. Yeah. It wasn't, it doesn't have the nostalgia of the, I, I like the cup trophy now too. It's a cup. I, which I, I think too. it's, yeah. I think it needs to be. <laughs> I think it needs to be a cup if it's going to be the Cup Series. But uh, I like all those tracks on it. Um, yeah, which is kind of where our trophy was uh, for this season of the Apex Energy Cup Series, presented yep. by Martin Sports. That's where we kind of got our idea 
you know, just loosely, uh, we just put all the tracks, the outlines of all the tracks that we're running and kind of made a design with it. Um, you know, we've been great to have, I don't know who makes the, the iRacing Coca-Cola series trophy, but we've been lucky to have, uh, UD awards, um, you know, kind of a, a smaller, uh, but growing trophy company, uh, really be really kind and generous to us. Uh, and make us some pretty sick trophies for both of our series so far. Um, that that trophy for the 87 series uh, is going to be something that people want, right? That's I know people joined the, the, the league just for that trophy, and I kind of like the idea of keeping that, that uh, bias ply tire kind of wheel trophy solely for that 87 series. Yeah. Give it its and identity. Make it get something special. Yeah. Um, you know, they've, they've been great to us. You can check them out. Um, Etsy.shop.udawards. Uh, we'll post the link in the, the notes. They've been awesome partners for us. So, yeah, uh, trophies are cool. Uh, you know, we all like to kind of have something to remember our races by. I don't really have many trophies because I don't win hardly ever. But, um, you know, one of these days, maybe I'll just start making, have them make yeah. two for us, and I'll just keep one put on my shelf. Yeah. We, um, you know, we could always do participation trophies. We and, could. Uh, we could. Yeah. <laughs> have to jack our league rates up a little bit but you know, yeah yeah um cool so last thing i guess on our notes to talk about before we get to the interview with chase is uh something that i was really thinking about today watching the the real nascar race at homestead miami and uh, we've been talking about it the past couple of weeks particularly at eldora is this idea of wall riding um it's been Something that has been, I feel like, a little bit more effective on iRacing in the next-gen car because you can beat and bang these cars against the wall and it feels like you just get very little damage. Now, in real life, you can break the toe link pretty easily, it seems like. But on iRacing, you know, uh, whether it was at Myrtle Beach or Eldora, there's some wall riding going on. And, you know, the definition of wall riding, right, is a little bit subjective, uh, which is something we had to deal with kind of when assessing post-race penalties this week, but what degree of wall riding do you think is acceptable? Well, like, you know, at Eldora, I'm sorry, at Myrtle Beach and at Eldora, really, you know, we, the wall riding at Myrtle Beach was really just like somebody trying to bust off a fast lap and, you know, like just go up to the top of the chart. Uh, that's not something that you could really do in the race and and you know just constantly do it without destroying your car probably at eldora because we're you know we're kind of hitting the wall quite a bit anyway probably more than any other week um you can kind of get away with it a lot more obviously and because you're all the way up on the fence you might even be able to disguise it a little bit more uh there's a few times where um i was around some people and like we would hit it bounce off of it and it would you know like sort of straighten us out we'd keep our foot in the gas and we wouldn't lose any ground is that okay um, do you think that's okay i think that's fine i think that's fine um i'm fine with that because i mean you're not keeping it in the wall and holding it wide open you know bouncing off the wall and coming back down the track when it's obvious that it was incident like you did not do it on purpose. Um, there there are some situations like where people will hot dog it into a corner with no intentions of making the corner at all and then hit the wall and bounce off. That's not okay in my opinion. I think it's just you have to you just have to when you do this enough, you can develop an eye for that sort of thing and you can see that thing pretty easily. 
you know, some people, you know, we've raced at two tracks this year other than Myrtle Beach and Eldora where you can kind of use the wall to improve your lap time a little bit. Um, Rockingham is possible on one end of the track, I feel, one and two, not so much in three and four. Um, and at Bristol, um, you can use the track to, to you know hit the wall and get the car pointed um, like down towards the bottom and get that run off the corner. Um, if you know, you know. And I know there's a lot of guys <laughs> in our league that know about that line that you can, you know, and, and that technique that you can use. Obviously it won't count in and qualifying because you hit the wall. So you can't bust off a fast lap there. But, you know, if you, if you hit the wall the right way during the race, which I know some people in this league have done multiple times uh, at those tracks, not me. Um, there might even be somebody who's in this podcast who's, <laughs> uh, who hit the wall in, in no. one of these. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, you can make it work and I think it, you know, using it in that way is that it's fine. In my opinion, I wouldn't want to get into officiating that. Um, and I don't think that league owners should get into officiating that. Um, that's, that's you deciding to do that at your own risk. You know what I mean? 100%. I agree. Uh, 100%. It's always good when we're on the, on the same page about these things. It makes running a lead together a lot, <laughs> a lot easier, that's for sure. Um, so yeah, I feel like we've got Talladega coming up, so hopefully we've got no wall riding going on. <laughs> yeah, um, hopefully not. But yeah, I'm glad, glad you've had a good week. Um, yeah, Talladega we'll, should be uh, fun. It's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. We'll see what Chase Berry thinks about it. Yeah. Uh, in the, the interview segment coming up. We'll get to that in a minute. X-Energy will help you hyper-focus in those intense, palm-sweaty moments during the toughest of matches. Hours of grinding to level up your gear will fly by without dragging you down. Enjoy the chat with your followers without losing sight of your in-game goal as you multitask with these. Apex Energy uses the best ingredients to promote focus, increase energy, stamina, and mental focus, support and improve cognitive and function, enhance power output, and help maintain blood sugar levels while supporting overall health. The unique blend we use for Apex Energy is like nothing else currently on the market. Go to apexenergydrink.com, use the code SLINGSHOT10, and get 10% off of your first order. Martin Sports is a leading manufacturer in sports apparel. Our products custom are custom made for each client to their specifications. From size templates to material, we truly custom make each piece for you. Whether you need your need is corporate, sports, small businesses, or maybe even fundraising, we can meet and exceed any expectations. Visit us at martinsports906.com. Okay, so uh, let's go ahead and jump into our driver interview segment for this week. We've got uh, a guy we've been racing with for uh, a little over a year, year and a half now. We uh, originally raced against him in the truck league uh, with USRA. Uh, now we're racing with him in Slingshot. Chase Berry, how you doing tonight? Uh, doing pretty good, man. Just hanging out. 
What have you been up to today? Uh, let's see. Watch some Formula One. Watch some NASCAR. Watch some football. Um, ate some sushi. That's pretty much about it. You're a sushi guy. Yeah, that's something I just found out about like a couple months ago. What a what. I, this is you know coming from someone who's not a big sushi person. I haven't tried it a lot, but what what prompted you to try it, and what do you like about it? So the first time I ever had sushi, I got real sick on it, and apparently it wasn't good sushi because you know there's good sushi apparently. Well, I moved in, you know, girlfriend, and she's like, so they took me out to this fancy place, like way it plays expensive, but I wasn't buying. So was, hey, you need to try this. I was like, okay. I tried it and I was like, oh, dang, dang, it's pretty dang good. So here we are. So living in Florida, I have to ask, do you um, partake in raw oysters? Oh, yes. I'll eat a couple. Like, it's not something like I've got to have like right here, right now. If I choose, I I prefer them grilled, you know, just put them grilled, take them out, put them on crackers, a little hot sauce, parmesan cheese, be phenomenal. But I mean, every now and then I'll have a little. Nah, raw one. I went. That's through why it. I'm I'm jelly about people who live down on the coast, Ellis, because they get to you know they get all the good seafood. It was wasted on me when I lived there. Uh, I went through like a, a six month period in my life where I thought I liked oysters because I had them one time. Uh, I think we were in New Orleans and I had them and they were like blackened or charred and I think I was probably a little inebriated as well. So you know everything tastes better then, but. Uh, I liked them, and then I came back to Tuscaloosa, and I got them in a place. This was the first mistake: is buying oysters, you know, inland in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, those things made me as sick as all get out, and never again. I think I tried one uh, after that, but no. Nah, with six months, I liked them, and after that, nah. So I can appreciate someone who likes seafood. Uh, I'm a, I can appreciate the fact that you tried. Uh, what was it? Was it actually? Uh, sushi, sushi, like uh, sashimi with raw fish and all that. Uh, I think that's what sushi is—is is raw fish. But, well, no, no, you can have a California. You can have a California raw. Yeah, I mean, I like the spe- I like the good stuff. But uh, yeah, it was like a you know a little like I guess the seaweed wrap rice and some uncooked salmon. That's it right there. Perfect. Nice salmon um, roll. So you live in Florida. That's where you are now. Um, Talk to us. You were in the. You were not in the path of the hurricane that rolled through there recently, right? Yeah, sort of. Oh, um, we when it came across the state because it came across the state like Charlie did in two thousand four, somewhere right there. Um, we got it was starting to, when it started to cut up. We got uh, I stay in Belushi County, like five minutes from Daytona Speedway. So when it was coming across, it as it's moving, it was rotating all the rain on top of us, and it ended up getting. 27 inches in like 15 hours or something like that it was pretty awesome and are you in a house or an apartment did you have damage uh i mean we i'm in a house uh the fence got blown over whoever put the fence in put it in like six inches deep that's pretty nitty nice so i (laughs) i fixed the fence um nothing really i mean the street just all so much water everything backed up when we had a couple fish swimming down the uh uh, street. Uh, that's pretty cool. Did you catch him? Nah, nah, nah. I was. I took some. I took some naps. Nice. I was, <laughs> got caught up in my sleep. Sleep. So, I feel like the older you get, the more you need. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Um, living down in Florida, um, we've kind of talked about this. This is sort of like a spontaneous question a little bit, but uh, tell us a little bit about what you've uh, what you've been doing um, for uh, where you've been working here lately. I think it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So, well, one, one, I'm a, I work in a school system, but not the yeah. other job. Of course, you're talking about the other job. Yeah, so, the other job. <laughs> the fun job. So, um, yeah, Ellis and I know all about the school system stuff. Yeah, that's not much. <laughs> so, at, I work with NASCAR Racing Experience, and like obviously during the summer months is our busy month. So we'll do, you know, I don't actually personally get to drive. I mean, I get to drive them out of the garage and on pit road and take them back and all that fun. I mean, I, I don't actually get to drive them around the track. But, you know, I can get, you know, ride-alongs, whatever. But we, you know, work with them. Uh, we travel to Talladega, Atlanta, Homestead, and Daytona. And I actually just got an email saying if I wanted to fly out to Phoenix to work for a championship weekend, like, two days ago. So I don't think I'm going to do that. But, yeah. Will they pay for that? Is that on there? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, flight's free, hotel's free. Just show up, work, get paid, and go home. It's all free. So travel. why, what, why would you not do that? Because I uh, ran out of hours for at my job for uh, mm. going to Michigan this past weekend. That I don't have enough hours to take off to go get to, to do that. What were you doing in Michigan? Uh, I went to the Michigan Penn State game. Oh, Ooh. nice. Yeah, I got on a plane for the first time. I was I never never been to an airport before, and it was eventful. So you never flown? <laughs> yeah, that was my first time flying. How would you like? rate it? Uh, suck. You didn't have oh. anybody on your flight like freak out like everybody's been doing lately, right? So, I mean, no, 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 no. no it he was it. the one to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got my wings though. They gave me a little set of wings and all nice. that good stuff. But I saw a picture I, of that. Yeah. So I don't know. I was goofy and all that good stuff. So I like to have fun, but. On the way back, I was nervous because like my head, like the cabin didn't pressurize right in my head. I got lightheaded, about passed out a few times, and so one of our friends, like, well, what else? She's a she's a flight attendant, so she goes all around the world and whatever, whatnot. And she's like, hey, she told me about right before landing. She goes, not a lot. This is the worst flight I've ever been a part of. I'm like, well, great. <laughs> well, so this is you had to felt, like you felt validated in the fact that it wasn't just you, right? Yeah, yeah. It made me scared. But, I, I mean, it's one of the things. Will I do it again? Yes. Do I want to do it again? Hell no. <laughs> wow. Well, how old are you? I'm 30. Okay. So, uh, wow. Uh, I'm impressed, though. You've done, a lot, you've done a lot of new things lately. You've eaten sushi. You've uh, flown for the first time. Um, cool, man. That's awesome. You're more adventurous than I am, for sure. Um, so... Are you actually dirt racing? Are you watching dirt racing? Uh, I was. Oh, what do you mean? Like I was watching. Yeah. Okay, but you're like, not racing, race. Like you're not racing no, for real. Oh no, I don't. I don't have enough money for all that. Um, I I believe I lived my dirt. I've raced one time. Justin Wilson let me drive his dirt car one time. That was fun. Oh, do we know Justin had a dirt car? Was this something he mentioned on the podcast, Chris? I don't remember. I don't remember that. Well, let's we'll take a trip down Victory Lane. Uh, he's had three of them. One he let me run one time, and I blew the right front off of it after he told me not to. Two he rolled down in pit road real bad, and then the other one he sold or no, I blew the engine up in it. But yeah, nah, that was I just anyways. 
maybe I now think. I'm remembering him saying something, but I, maybe he I remember him saying he's not doing it anymore. That's um, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah how close right. is uh how close is Navarre to Port Orange? Uh, it is on it's over there by Pensacola, so it's about seven eight hours. Okay. So how did y'all originally? Uh, people listen, Justin. Uh, Wilson also races with us. He's our uh, 87 series champion. Uh, he's leading the points right now. How did y'all link up? How do y'all know each other? So we met in high school. So he actually got on the bus. We just got on the bus. We rode the same bus in high school and sat by me. We just started you know, talking. Uh, end up, nah, you know, you know, we got away. And then in college, we linked up again and whatever. He told me he's getting a, getting a race car and whatever at Texas Roadhouse. So I remember that. And I told him, hey, if you need help whatever so helped him out so we just came friends and whatnot and then he got i racing and was like hey you should come over and try this all right come try it you know he let me run a lot of laps at martinsville in a modified and then he got the vr stuff and let me try it and then eventually i finally got enough money to get my own how long ago was that about four years ago five years oh the car stuff was like 2015 14, 13, I think. Well, we've been friends since like 2010, 8, 9, right there. Something around there. And then, but I racing, I started I racing about four years ago. So you Something haven't like, been doing it that long compared really to some that. of these guys. Uh, like well, us. Yeah. <laughs> that's really impressive that you're. I think I saw here. that on those questions when you filled them out and you were like, how long have you been doing this? It's four or five years. I'm like, damn, like he's faster than me, way faster yeah. than me. Yeah. Been uh, doing it way less time. How long we've been doing this? <laughs> um, yeah, that's cute, cool meat, meat cute story, I guess. Um, so we talked about it a little bit. Um, what equipment are you running? So I got a computer, you know, that's one. Really? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, shocking, right? <laughs> uh, but uh, no, nah, anyways, I got a Fanatec. I got all Fanatec stuff. So I got the. Oh, uh, hold on. Turn the wheels. The CSL Elite, uh, whatever. And I've got a, a V3 pedals. I've got a road racing rim. And actually, I have two road racing rims. One of them, it came in the box broken. And they send a, send a video of it not working. And they never, whatever. So I bought a new one. I said, screw it. So I got one for show, one for dough. Anyways, um, yeah. Just, it's all Fantech stuff. Did you Did your wheel break last year? I felt like we went through this. Did your wheel? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually still have that one somewhere around here. But, uh, yeah, so I had a lightning storm come through, and lightning, I guess, hit something. And then when it hit it, it fried the it fried the connections in the wheel. So I thought it was the base, but it turned out it was just the wheel. Like, the wheel stopped working, whatever. Every now and then, it, like, if I put it on to mess with it, it's got to be like a – like, it doesn't always connect. But, yeah, so like it. Like when lightning hit the house, it fried the wheel. I guess you got lucky in that, in the sense that it wasn't the base, that it was just the wheel, it was just the rim yeah. that, uh, that yeah, got it, was, it. You also got lucky that you weren't driving. I just yeah, exactly. Like the yeah. Scene of you in the race car, you know, with lightning going through you. Yeah, well, like I mean, the cartoon scene where you see the skeleton on yeah. that side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I so mean, you're running. Uh, how long have you been running the V3 pedals? And that, three years they were, they were one of the first purchases i bought uh justin told me i need to get them so i said all right so i bought them and then i've had them I've had them ever e- since everybody uh 
everybody that gets them talks about how much of a game changer they are. Were they like that for you when you got them? To be honest with you, I don't know. Uh, I had the, I mean, I had the Logitech D27 pedals. Um, right. I don't. I honestly, I don't remember remember because I kind of got them like seven, eight months in. So I had a lot of bad habits that I was in. So I don't really remember how much of a game changer it was. I just remember I I did feel like having the sensation of like the brake pedal and like locking up it'll vibrate the throttle pedal when i spin the tires it, it vibrates and whatnot i mean that helps in my feet i can feel it a lot better that feedback is huge but yeah. it's i mean i would definitely say it's a big game changer with everything that i've learned yeah that's one of the big things we talk about uh, on i guess it seems like we're talking about load cell pedals on every show you know one of the biggest quick improvements in speed you can get is switching to a load cell even if it's like a a cheaper, you know, CSL Elite load cell. That's what I'm running, and to me, that's just a huge difference. I've got some base shakers kind of zip-tied to them to get some of that feedback that you're talking about. But Change yeah. the spring. Uh, so I ended up changing the spring. It came with a stiffer, like a real stiff spring. Uh-huh. And, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a massive dude. Like, I'm, you know, six foot one, two, three hundred pounds. I got legs, like tree trunks. So, like, when my biggest thing, I would always stomp on it. Like, when I'd hit the gas, they just hitting the gas was so soft for me that it was horrible but then once i changed the spring out finally yeah, that's that's when the actual like me starting to get a little faster and faster because i was able it helped me with the throttle because i'm a real bad throttle stomper oh yeah so modulate a little bit more yeah it helps me modulate as you would say that's awesome man so yeah. um yeah man i guess i didn't realize you hadn't been doing it all that long makes me feel even worse about myself but um you, I guess, were running USRA for a while. That's how we met you, and we got you to come over to uh, Slingshot. Uh, what has been, I guess, your favorite memory driving uh, so far? We know all the wins that you've collected. Uh, yeah. Probably part of that. Yeah, yeah, all the wins I've collected in Slingshot. That's a, a lot of zero, by the way. Um I don't know, just just the fun camaraderie, uh, camaraderie with everybody. Like everybody seems like like they're not hostile. I mean, granted, you know, in the heat of most the moment, of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a few hotheads, you know, me including. I'm a hothead, but um, like for the most part, like everybody's like, you know, ha ha ha. You know, we can all joke, you know, be mean to each other five seconds and have a beer later in the afternoon, you know, and be just fine. And then, so I'd probably just say like the. Kind of like the familyness, I would say, the friendships, the family, and just what way everybody's like, like outgoing and the personas, I would say, of the league. Man, that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. We, we worked hard to uh, start to build something like that, making me feel good. Yeah. So yeah. you're running with Justin and Randy at, at, with Payday Racing, um, and that's... we, I guess, we didn't know that Johnny Rap wasn't technically part of Payday Racing, but more like a satellite. Yeah. Team so, to payday yeah. racing yeah so in payday like i think justin mentioned this before when he, he was on it, payday you know was fun, you know founded by chris and justin and some other person i don't know i don't know that part but then you know randy picked up and then obviously me because you know i knew justin so i you know grandfathered in but that's like for the most part it's just I mean, we have other guys like johnny eric and ryan and scott and I don't even know who they all, you know, everybody runs with us. I mean, I don't care. We don't care. But for the most part, payday is just me, uh, Randy and Justin. When are we going to get Chris Brown racing with us? 
Chris Brown or Chris Hone? Chris Hone oh, is who Chris. Chris Hone. Well, is, no, uh, we've had Chris. Wait, I thought no, no, Chris Brown. No, no, no. Chris Hone is uh, Payday Racing. Yeah, oh. Chris Hone's Payday. Chris Brown is uh, USRA. He's from USRA. Oh, I yeah. thought. Okay, I thought you were talking about Chris Brown. When you no, no, that. no. It's Chris. No, Hone. We, so we had Chris racing with us last time. He won oh, yeah, in '87s. Yeah. Yeah, I think his job. I think he his job makes him work on Wednesdays. So I don't know if he can, but I'm pretty sure he would if he was off or whatnot. But I'm pretty sure he's got to work all the time. He can pay us some money to switch switch up the nights. We gladly oh, yeah. take bribes. Yeah, all right, bribes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, you you're racing with those guys, and you said you enjoyed the camaraderie part and the fact that you know we're not uh, we take it seriously, but not too seriously. We try to to have fun with each other. Do you have any rivalries or have you had any run-ins with folks uh, multiple times? People that you kind of get close to, and you're like, oh boy, here we go. Like I'm racing next to this guy. It's it's an experience every time. Uh, yes. And so there's two parts in that question. The rivalries, yes. Uh, obviously, you know, with me being the slowest of the three of Randy and Justin, I want to beat them every chance I get. If I have a chance, if I'm around them, I know I'm going to be up front. So I, I want to beat them because just because I mean, they taught me how to drive, like run iRacing. So it's like, you know, when the student beats the master type of stuff. So I want to beat them every chance I get. Uh, the run-ins, eh, there's a couple. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a couple people that, you know, like to, that, I don't want to say names or numbers, <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a couple that like to, you know, that check the box, you you say, as it's eventful every time. Yeah. I feel like he's we're talking about you, Ellis. I know. I, don't, no, I, was, I was thinking the same thing. I feel like we're racing close to each other. It's mostly usually respectful. Sometimes I drive it in too hard, but oh, fine. I feel like we find each other on the track almost every race. It feels like uh, usually yeah. it's you passing me while I'm going back and you're well, going to the front. So. Well, that's because I can't qualify. If I could figure out how to qualify, it'd be a lot easier instead of starting 28th at Rockingham every every time we get or in the back every time I have to work way through the field. Every time. What do you think the struggle is there? <laughs> I choke. <laughs> <laughs> just get in your own head. Martin Truex did today in the race. I guess I just, I just suck. No, nah, it's so. just like, I mean, like you got to think about like, I mean, probably one of the greatest of all time to ever do it. Dale Earnhardt senior was an awful qualifier. He was a rhythm racer. Uh, just some guys, you know, they got to get in a rhythm, but he actually wins. <laughs> oh, don't act like you. Okay, well, so this is what what was the exact thing I said, Chris, when Chase threw up like a uh oh yeah last week was in when he was talking about how he sucks so much at dirt and then he goes out and busts out the lap that he does oh, in qualifying. I said right, that sandbagging right. son of a. <laughs> all right, yeah. so that was the best lap I have ever hit in practice. Like I couldn't get close. I was like five or six. And I have no idea where that came from. And Justin messed up. Randy messed up. Aaron messed up. I mean, he had like four or five guys mess up. Now I hit the personal best just out of the blue. Like that was luck of the draw on that one. Let's calm down. Mm, okay. <laughs> Didn't choke. <laughs> Didn't choke. Hey, so um, I got a question for you about uh, real life racing. Um, right. what's your, um, so do you watch, you know, I know earlier we talked about you watching Formula One and NASCAR earlier today. What's your favorite form of motorsport to watch? In person or on, or on TV? Either one. Um, let's see. Uh, it just depends. Um, 
obviously, you know, living close to Daytona, I like going to Daytona every chance I get. But, um, so far, like, I don't know, I'd say the road stuff, like IMSA, like the 24 hours of Daytona has always been like a great race to go just because it's like racing 24 hours. But, like, just it's like a fair in the infield and whatnot. So, like, even going to Sebring, the 12 hours of Sebring, like, it's always been eventful. And just go do what you want and still racing. Uh, I'd say that. Obviously, yeah. So I'd I'd go with that. Now I did. I know, like I get a little sidetracked, but this intrigued me. So I went to the uh the super bike race at Daytona where they run the two you know the two wheel car the two mm-hmm. motorcycles. Yeah, that is the awesomest thing I've ever seen in person. There's like run 190 mile an hour on two wheels running around the road course of daytona is insane and their knees the nerve of those like guys oh my on gosh the pavement almost i'm terrified I, whenever i watch them on I the just, oval section I'll, I'll send you a video whatever and it just sound like mini f1 going yeah it's awesome but yeah i'll say that road 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 racing is like where i like it now and i used to go to um back when uh, see, we we grew up in Alabama, and we used to go to Barber back when Barber had IMSA, and it's it's a really really unique experience, kind of like what you're talking about. Like it's like an event more so than a race. Like you get all kinds of stuff that you can do outside of the actual, you know, watching the race, and it's a really it's a really fun environment to be in. But the access, wrong. go ahead. Yeah, yeah the access is too. But like, don't go wrong. NASCAR is you know going NASCAR race, but yeah, you're right. Uh, access like you know 100 bucks for the 24 hour i can walk up and down for four days walk around in the garage and you know pretty much talk to the drivers and like yeah you know go to the bathroom and they come in and pee next to you i mean it's literally like that close yeah i think that's what i appreciate about the the imsa races we went to was just literally you could walk by the cars next to their haulers like that's how close you could get and it wasn't you weren't spending an arm and a leg to do it i feel like you know, this is probably like you're saying, getting sidetracked, but the money, you know, when we talk yeah. about why motorsports in general, but particularly NASCAR is having a hard time gaining traction. Well, you know, you've got to spend a lot of money if you want to go to a race, like just to get the cheap seats, it's upwards of a hundred dollars per person. Um, and that's not including any fees or anything. And I just, I, I, I don't know if lowering the ticket prices is the answer, but but I feel like, you know, that that model of uh, profit that I think has been in the news recently between tracks and NASCAR and owners and drivers is really kind of out of balance. And I think ticket prices are kind of a, a reflection of that to a certain degree. So the access, maybe- the access in the IndyCar races is getting a lot like the access is has been in the sports car the imsa stuff too and i think there's something to it because there's not as much money in it as there used to be so yeah i think you're i think you're right so i think that'd be something the sport could look at in terms of growth like get people down next to the cars where they can get really excited about it uh don't oh, charge yeah. them arm and leg to do so because yeah. most most reasonable people probably can't afford you know take your you know a uh, friend and a kid that's $300 just to get into the race plus e- up pl- probably close to $100 for a pit pass that's $600 just to go see a race and get up close to the cars 
getting up close to the car, you get next to a Porsche that decides, hey, we're gonna we're gonna ring, uh, was it light, just fire it all, like fire the pipes off, and just da 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 da, that hurts your ears when a Porsche does that. It's wild, but yeah, I agree. Cool. Um, so we've covered a lot, actually. We asked you a little bit about Slingshot. One question we always want to uh, ask, a couple things actually, is like, what is your favorite track to race at on iRacing? Oof. Ooh, I, I mean, I was, I don't know, probably, I don't know. Uh, Oval? I mean, it's different. Like, I mean, obviously, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Oval-wise, I would say like Martinsville, Bristol, uh, whatever road course. I would say the Roval and the Daytona road course. I mean, those. I mean, those four are like some of my favorites. I can't toss up. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, fair. That's fair for sure. Um, yeah. It's because every single one of them, every single one of them, except for uh, Charlotte Roval. No, I'm just kidding. I love that. <laughs> I, love, I love that place. Like. Oh, I mean, we I, know you do. Dude, I love yeah, it. it fits. Hey, you know, you know, the Chicago street circuit kind of runs with the Roval. The way it's tight. Are you looking for laps there? I, I just bought the track like three days ago. He's getting ready. He's getting yeah. ready. I guarantee I, Aaron Smith's already been practicing for two weeks. So, <laughs> I mean, we oh, we did about twenty, did about hour practice two days ago. But I mean, oh, payday's already setting up. No, well, no, that was, that was OG Johnny set up the practice session. I just went in to learn the track and hit the walls. Oh, are we going to have to develop, uh, put out a testing policy, Chris, for Slingshot? Yeah, we got a <laughs> testing policy. <laughs> Trying to cut costs here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay, so you're looking forward to that course. Um, for, yeah, I guess you've run both seasons we've done with us so far. Um, you know, we're in the middle of planning uh, our upcoming season or seasons to kick off in January. We like to do the school schedule since we're teachers with like a, a fall I, season and a spring I season. It. I get What's it. That? Yeah, I get that's, it. our minds just, just think that way. <laughs> I understand. Um, what would you want to see if uh, if you could choose any car to run? And uh, kind of any, I guess, series or tracks that you'd want to see on the schedule. What would it look like? Uh, you're, you're the you're the league owner. All right. Uh, I think Aaron will respect this is some actually when the first time I ever raced against them. Trucks at all road courses. Trucks at all road courses. Yeah, Aaron Smith would respect that. That's where I first met him. We ran a little V8 Super Truck series with socks out. And it was trucks to all road courses. And oh, was, this uh, V8 super trucks. What are you talking about? So it was obviously open setup, but like they ran the, the, the truck series, like NASCAR trucks on like uh, Circuit Jill Villeneuve, Daytona Road, this is, uh, Sebring, like all the different types of road courses around the world, like F1 schedule just with trucks, just with the truck series. What was that experience like? It was, it was fun. I mean, I got my butt whipped by everybody a lot. But I learned a lot. I could see that being fun. Out of all the NASCAR vehicles, yeah. I think that I do like driving the trucks on the road courses the most. Yeah. Mon- Montreal is not a course I thought of, Chris. Uh, I yeah, no, it's, I guess it's I didn't a even think about that being on the service. I know it's a great track. Yeah, NASCAR, NASCAR totally missed the boat on that one. I think they'll be back. 
I think they'll be back for sure. Um, so, okay. So V8 or the, the super trucks are just the truck series on road. All road only. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting idea. Interesting idea. Um, so Chris, do you have any more questions? Um, I don't have any more questions other than, uh, I was going to ask you about your favorite asphalt driver. Uh, those of you who haven't been on the podcast, we kind of send, you know, a little script to the drivers so that they can see, you know, possibly what might come. And uh, Justin on here marked uh, Ricky Stenhouse as one of his favorite drivers. So I wanted to give him a hard time about that. But who's Justin? I'm sorry, Chase. I apologize. Justin I said who? Justin. Justin. <laughs> Justin? No. We're going to make a t shirt that says Justin who on Ricky Stenhouse? Come on, Chase. Well, let's so. I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. No, we'll, we'll go down this road. We're already down this road. We might as well keep going. The gate so, has been open. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Obviously, I grew up a Gordon fan or whatever. Loved Gordon. All right, cool. We retired. Awesome. Sweet. And it just somebody I gravitated to because he was really good at the plate tracks. And that's all I ran. And I raced those plate tracks. So, like, all right, well, I need a new driver. He's starting to get good at it. So, here we are. But now, next year. It's going to be the dinger. I'm excited. Almondinger is going to run full-time, and it's going to be Almondinger and Sinhaus, of course, but it's mostly going to be Almondinger. Let me Man, tell I you, I thought that he was going to win today. I thought he was going to, too. Because he had that fire-off speed today. Ooh, man. Um, if that thing, if he could have shook loose of Chastain, he might have been able to give Larson something. Yeah, he was fast. Get that clean air out front. Yeah. Uh, I know my wife is excited about uh, Almondinger being full time. She's trying to pick a new driver. Uh, David Reagan used to be her favorite driver, and now she's looking for a new one. And she's like, "What drivers have cats?" And we looked it up, and it was him uh, and Daniel Suarez. So she's a a, a AJ Almondinger fan now, and a will occasionally root for Daniel Suarez. So nice got new new favorite drivers um Very man nice. this has been a an enlightening uh interview i'm glad we got to have you in learn a little bit about you um have fun gonna mess around a little bit talladega <laughs> talladega is this week what do you uh what's the strategy what are y'all planning on doing uh, if you can tell us i'm sure you uh, can't but i'll tell you i don't care i mean i'm an open book whatever i'll tell you exactly what we're gonna do all right so Everybody's gonna run, run around in a pack. Uh, we're gonna goof off. We're probably gonna talk crap about how much you know each other sucks. Uh, play some music, have a good karaoke session. Hopefully, you know by the ten to go, we're you know we're still alive. Then that's when we'll go race. Yeah, yeah. We, if you ever come into a uh, our payday chat. It's it's definitely going at a plate track. It's just da 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 da. I feel like we're gonna need you to record it, and we're gonna do like a radio. Uh, <laughs> no, you they do it radioactive. Radioactive from Talladega. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nah, because I can't say because I don't know how your policy is on cussing on here. <laughs> Our uh, policy uh, on cussing on 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 air is uh not as not as uh, liberal as it is okay. in in uh, off the air off the record. <laughs> okay, so I can give you an example of what you're going to hear, especially from me, if you would like. Uh, well, the, we are on air right now, so. All right, then, well, then I'll tell you off there then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll look forward. We'll look forward to that. Um, yeah, I think Talladega is going to be interesting. 
I think yep. there will be a lot of us kind of riding around and maybe having a little fun, but also wait until those final 10, 15 laps to really start making our moves. at the back. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll be. One thing about it, I can't figure out how to draft. Like, it just, like, same with Atlanta. Like, all the draft tracks, just with his next year. Like, I've done Super Speedway Leagues, whatever. Fine, whatever. It's just, I can't figure out. Like, Daytona, I struggled. I couldn't keep up. Like, I didn't know how to able to keep up with the pack and all that good stuff. So, I'm actually, like, legitly trying to figure. The only reason I got third at Daytona because everybody wrecked in front of me. But, like, just, I'm actually curious on how I need to learn how to stay with the pack. That's well, you my just... goal. You just follow us, and we'll show you the way. I don't want to be in the garage. Oh, oh, that hurt. That hurt. <laughs> All right, so uh, everyone can tune in and watch that uh, Sim Racing Tech 200 from Talladega. Uh, we'll be taking the next-gen cars there this Wednesday night at 8.30. You can see Chase, Chris, myself, the rest of Payday Racing, and the rest of the Slingshot Racing League. Hopefully there won't be a big one, but it'll probably be pretty entertaining if there is. So, uh Tune in 8.30 on our Facebook page and uh, the Southern Broadcast Racing Network's Twitch page. Uh, Chase, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, you've been a great guest. We appreciate you racing with us, and uh, we appreciate that you've enjoyed that camaraderie. That's something we've worked hard to build. Um, so we're thrilled to hear that, and we hope there's there's a lot more of that to come in the future. And, uh, yeah, till next week, hope everyone has a great week, and uh, we'll talk to you all later. Hope you enjoyed that episode. We just wanted to say thank you for your time and your interest in our podcast. And really just overall, thanks for listening. We work hard to bring these episodes to you guys each week. And thanks for being a part of our Slingshot Racing community. If you want to learn more, you can find us at slingshotracing.org. From there, you can find us on social media like Instagram, Facebook. You can join our Discord from the main website. And uh, if you're listening to us on Anchor, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, please feel free to leave us a review. Uh, the more reviews and the better reviews we have, the more people who will have access to this podcast. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll hope to hear from you and see you next week. Bye for now.